This episode is brought to you by the Metasearch Institute. What happens when patients' cases become too complex to solve in a typical 30-minute visit? Well, you've all had those super thick, super deep patient histories nobody's looked at in a long time and gone back through. Well, I'll tell you what happens is those patients bounce around from doc to doc without getting any answers or making any progress. These patients are trapped and lost in a maze. Well, Metasearch is here for those doctors and for those patients. Their motto is, we solve the unsolvable. Their process is rather simple. Dr. Trent Talbot, the founder, assigns a team of medical detectives, typically three MDs and one PhD, to each case. They research the latest breakthroughs and clinical trials, and they elicit the opinions of 10 to 15 world-leading experts per case. They purposefully seek out experts who will come at each case from a different perspective, the Bainesian method. Altogether, they will put in over 250 MD hours for every case. That means 500 times the amount of brain power that a typical doctor can afford to offer. Nobody can do what Metasearch does. Call 832-968-6667. That's 832-968-6667 to be in touch. You know, most problems in healthcare are fixed already. Primary care is already cured on the fringes. Reversing burnout, physician shortages, bad business models, forced buyouts, factory medicine, high deductible insurance that squeezes the docs and is totally inaccessible to most of the employees. The big squeeze is always on for docs. It's the acceleration of cost and the deceleration of reimbursements. I want you to meet those on this show that are making a difference with host Ron Barshop, CEO of Beacon Clinics. That's me. If Walmart saved a billion dollars in healthcare spend this year, and they did, that's equivalent to $96 billion in retail sales, or about 1,500 stores they would have had to open for their 2.1 million partners. Well, that's a lot less friction than opening all those stores, saving that healthcare spend. That's called buried treasure, uncovered. Rosen Hotels, a recent guest on our show, has 6,000 partners as well. They call them employees, and they spend about half as much as their peers on healthcare. So it's as if they have two to 500 fully occupied rooms all year long in their portfolio of 6,600 rooms around the Orlando Convention Center. And their turnover, one-fifth of the industry. That pays for the plan right there. PJD, another guest of our show about six months ago, Cole Johnson is a top 10 drywaller. They shaved $2 million off their workers' comp spend because with their brand of direct primary care, they have access to chiropractors 24-7. When we spoke, they had 3 million uninterrupted hours of uh, no injury. And so that $2 million plus the millions of dollars they're saving on the healthcare spend would equivocate to about $13 million of a $40 million in revenue company. So they offer free healthcare and two, instead of putting it on their bottom line, they also offer tuition and home buying assistance, paid time off. Their retention is unheralded in the drywalling industry, which is a craft worker business that's hard to find good people. My company, much smaller than the last two I mentioned, is using a similar strategy. And though much smaller, I had zero turnover last year. Zero turnover I've never experienced in 40 years in business. Half of the absenteeism I had the year before because of free healthcare. And my recruitment went from finding 
60 to 80 interviews to find four A players. I now find four A players in four interviews. Unheard of. So my healthcare spend pays for itself. Today, I'm delighted to introduce you to Dr. Anand Mehta, who is the medical director of Walmart Health in its pilot store that opened in Dallas, Georgia. And I got to tell you, I don't know if it was more exciting to me holding my first grandson ever or shaking hands with Anand in his new store in Christmas holidays. So Anand, welcome to the show. Appreciate it, Ron. Thanks uh, for letting me on and excited to be here. Yeah, I got to tell you what, we have two things we need to talk about that are both very important, and I don't know which is more important, but um, we can talk about the clinic that you opened, and I think just kind of, I want to give the, the, the viewer, the listener, a walkthrough, maybe a two-minute walkthrough of what I saw, and you correct me if I'm wrong, okay? So just interrupt me. Um, I walk into what looks like about a 10,000-square-foot high-ceiling store with natural light coming in everywhere in the, in the waiting room. The waiting room has plugs that you can plug your phone into and, and charge um, at every sitting station. There's not a lot of sitting stations because you're immediately greeted by greeters who come and say hello to you. So there are MAs who are very friendly uh, type personalities. They've been obviously well-trained and they, they make sure that you're navigated to the back as quickly as possible. Um, there's a small room off to the side as I walked in that looked like an exercise room. Is that for free exercise classes or not? That's correct. It's a Tivity Health Room, and it is uh, overviewing exercise and fitness classes, as well as health education classes so that uh, patients as well as uh, shopgoers can get better health uh, resources and tools in order to learn the disease management better. And I saw a schedule. It looked like there were 12 or 15 classes and, and different scheduled things in that room. Is that uh, pretty typical? Yep, we have everything from silver sneaker programs for our senior citizens, uh, chair yoga. We have more intense body pump and uh, fitness classes for younger uh, age groups and people who are focused more on weight management. So we have uh, a curriculum that continues to change and sort of feed the needs of the patients. And we, it's like a learning process for us to understand what the patients want and what kind of classes fill up more regularly. And then the schedule adapts to it. Very nice. So it's a, almost a customer needs analysis before. Now, I stepped in past the greeters and I saw a social worker getting somebody registered for Medicare. Is that fairly 24 uh, seven? I mean, is that also part of the offering? Yeah. So in, in the uh, actual waiting room, uh, there is an insurance agent that has scheduled hours that helps patients who don't have uh, any, whether it's government insurance or commercial insurance uh, currently, and they can. Um, set up an appointment or, you know, usually get an appointment that same day in order to try to get um, the application process started and seeing what they qualify for and get them on the road to getting better insurance from where they are now. And the first person I met, obviously, was you, Anon, and I was very, um, it's very nice to meet you because we've been communicating uh, beforehand. But in addition to meeting you, I got to meet one of your um, behavioral therapists. So is that somebody that works for Walmart as a partner or are they an independent? So our behavioral therapists are employed through Beacon Health Clinics. Um, Beacon um, is a uh, group that Walmart has been working with. Uh, they have care clinics in Dallas that offer mental health, and uh, Dallas, Texas, I should say, that offer mental health. And they've been working with Walmart as far as providing a psychologist uh, slash social worker, I'm sorry, uh, to give us the mental health counseling that we offer at Walmart Health. Which is awesome. I mean, that, that marriage of mental health with primary care just as talked about so much and you guys are actually doing it and you've actually insulated the room so it's soundproof so 
somebody can have a good cry in there and get a good, uh, get a good meeting in there without any worries. Um, then I walk back in and I notice there's three intake stations, three outtake stations. And in the back there looks like, I guess that wasn't the audiologist. I guess what I was looking at is the, um, there was another specialist you had in there. Yes, there's an audiologist. You're in the right direction. So walking past the um, uh, the checkout is a audiologist to your right and optometrist all the way down to your left. Okay. And that audiologist nicely, read, so they do testing and they can make sure that, I, for example, I had tinnitus. He gave me some very good tips on what I need to do to get that handled. So when I met the optometrist, that feeds very nicely into a retail outlet that is beautiful glasses, very well, nicely lit, very nicely staffed, and um, you can get your glasses taken care of, which um, is obviously part of the Walmart offering. And then right next to that optician, where they fit you for your glasses, is a pharmacy I've never seen before. It looked like something out of a Star Trek set. What was going on in there? So the pharmacy is actually something uh, they adapted from a European model, and it has sort of um, drawers that are integrated with the medications within them. And so when a prescription goes through, prescriptions go through a uh, separate printer that come from our Walmart health facility into the pharmacy. So they're given a little higher priority. And uh, when those scripts do come in, whether it's from our clinic or, or other um, doctor offices, there's a uh, light that goes on where the medication is in that drawer for the pharmacist to find it more easily and more readily and be able to fill the scripts, um, you know, obviously more correctly, avoiding medical errors, sort of like a PIXIS system you would find in a hospital. And so it's just a lot more coordinated um, and, uh, you know, prevents a lot less uh, medication errors on their end. Makes perfect sense. Then we're going back into the clinic now. I stepped out for a second. Back in the clinic, there's at least two and a half white coats. So you're seven days a week, full hours, six days. Then you have partial hours on a on one of the days, as I recall. That's right. We have seven day a week um, services um, open up twelve hours Monday through Saturday, and then Sunday would be ten to six. Okay. And right now your white coats are seeing sixty, but have the potential to see one hundred patients a day with your capacity. Is that about right? Uh, yeah, I, 100 patients is, uh, is, is definitely up there, but we uh, definitely are seeing around 60 patients currently. Um, we are uh, usually having about three providers a day working, uh, with the exceptions on Saturday and Sunday where we have one to two. But the office uh, has been generating a lot of patient volume, a lot of returning patients as well as new patients continue to see us every day. And the growth has been substantial. Uh, even by uh, what we thought uh, we would do uh, when we opened. And so it's exceeding expectations. Look, I, I want to disavow any listener that believes that retail version of healthcare, what you're offering is anything that less. Um, do you believe that you're half robot or that you're a corporate guy and that you don't care about healthcare and you're just trying to work on the bottom line? There's all these jokers <laughs> out there talking about Walmart doesn't belong in health. And I'm going, you know what? Everybody belongs in healthcare if they're giving an offering like I saw. Yeah. So, you know, a little bit about me. I came um, out of residency, uh, always working in a traditional system, which was a hospital-owned system. Uh, and, uh, you know, for the last 10 years coming out of residency, I've been in this system. And what made me leave my last job and go into Walmart was to do something different and try to help the healthcare model, the healthcare crisis we have in this country, which is a lot of patients who don't have the affordability or the availability uh, or the price transparency to make uh, healthcare, uh, their top priority. 
And so when this opportunity arose, there was even speculation on my part. I mean, I never thought coming out of residency that I would be working for Walmart uh, in a health-related field, especially when it comes to practicing medicine. But when you come down to it, um, the providers in the clinic is what ultimately provides the care. Walmart's giving us a great model and a great platform to perform uh, what we do best, and we're making it affordable for people to get it done. And so when you, when you combine good care with affordable care that's uh, easily available and price transparent, and patients recognize and, and, and can uh, make it more available to themselves, I think you got a model that can help healthcare and it's currently helping healthcare, at least in this small population that we're dealing with now. I want to talk about the affordability, but first, walk me through the blood panels you can do on-site real-time, whereas you don't have to send it to a LabCorp request. Yeah, so we have what they call point-of-care tests. These are all price-transparent tests that they offer at Walmart Health Facilities. Um, they're uh, attainable right away, and things like hemoglobin A1C, lipid panels, uh, HIV tests, uh, H. pylori tests. Um, we do our streps. We do our flus. Um, we uh, also can do a uh, rapid uh, trick test, uh, bacterial vaginosis swab. So these are all point-of-care tests um, that range anywhere from 10 to $20 on average, um, very affordable. And especially when you think about an H. pylori test or a breath test, you're talking in the hundreds of dollars. And people um, who had bad reflux disease, people who have had uh, long-standing reflux disease, needed the test, could never get it done are just amazed that they can get it done for $13 and uh, get results not only um, you know, right away, but also get treatment done right away when it comes back uh, being positive. Well, so that's a beautiful thing. Again, nobody can point the finger at Walmart as a retail corporate behemoth that doesn't belong in the space when they're doing a service like that. that in fact, I'm not sure there's many family practices that are doing real-time on-site testing for that type of price other than direct primary care. But um, my hat, my hat is off to you and to Walmart Health for creating that. Appreciate it. Thank you. Let's talk about the pricing, and on well, you have a um, amazing price for a PCP visit. Uh, now you also have a. Let's walk. Keep walking through this. We have a dental suite in the back. It looked like there were three or four stations there. Um, yep. Staff is a different color scrub, so I'm assuming they're also a contractor. They are. They are contracted through uh, JML, JMLS uh, Dental Services, and uh, JMLS has been working through Walmart in the Atlanta area prior to this, and so um, they've just extended, obviously, into the Walmart health facilities and are doing an amazing job. Where uh, They have a great dental team and collaborate very well on the medical side of things with them and have a lot of coexisting patients that uh, get care from both sides of uh, our clinic. And, uh, you know, for instance, if there's a dental patient that ends up having a high blood pressure, that patient can immediately get put into the medical side and Walmart Health and get that blood pressure taken care of. So don't ever really see that collaboration of dentists and doctors working together so, uh, so remotely and, and, and so uh, collectively, uh, but now you do. And so you actually have patients who are getting the best of both worlds and doing it at uh, prices that they can ever get uh, done anywhere else. And look, I, I've been in many doctor's offices where you have ridiculous brochures and, you know, marketing material that's kind of cheesy around the office. Hey, we got a dentist in the back, you know, and you don't have any of that feel or vibe there. It's much cleaner. 
I mean, it's concrete floors. It's beautiful, uh, beautifully appointed exam rooms. Not like anything I've seen before. Just uh, yeah. I put it in the top I think, five. I think the, the way I put it is when, when I look at it, um, you don't expect it to be in a Walmart. You know, you, you, you got a very modern, very futuristic look to it. It's very clean cut. It's very elegant. And it's very minimalist. And so it, it serves the purpose of what we were trying to do. And I think what Walmart's obviously trying to do is show that this is just not healthcare uh, at a uh, sort of broad level. This is trying to get at a level that is uh, competitive with the other healthcare facilities in, in the area. And, and not only that, give them the technology to compete with that as well. You're being way humble there because you are beating a DMV visit by a mile. That's what it feels like going to most primary care. <laughs> you're going in, you're getting your license, you're standing in a line, you're, you know, factory medicine, no, no, no to Walmart. I'm sorry. Well, well, our care hosts do a lot better than any DMV uh, I've ever seen as well. And so that white glove service that we try to provide, uh, that puts DMV way behind the mark on us. Yeah, yeah, this, is, this feels more like a concierge practice. Okay, so let's keep walking through this space. We've done the dental. I walk by this <clears throat> Star Trek machine. You tell me this is how they're making crowns real time before I leave. Yeah, so the 3D printer is able to do same-day crowns. The crowns are about $680 to $700 uh, cash price, um, and that's competitive with uh, what I feel most insurances do on their level uh, with their compensation. And the crowns are um, very um, uh, very fitted to uh, the patient, and they um, are very happy with the results that they get uh, with the services that JMLS provides. And a lot of returning patients uh, have had great things to say. Um, even me, I have to consider whether, uh, I should go there because my dentist, uh, has a hard time competing with those rates, even with the insurance I have. It's incredible. You know, um, we have these high deductible plans. You, you're sort of a sidestep away from those high deductible plans because you're probably taking a lot of cash payment, uh, patients because your prices are so low. Talk a little bit about some of the prices of the most commonly used services there. Yeah, so regular office visits are $40, and that can uh, pretty much equate to what you see a regular primary care doctor for, whether it's a sick visit, whether it's a chronic care patient, whether it's established or new, it's $40 across the board. So if you came and saw me as a new patient and you had a history of high blood pressure, diabetes, and cholesterol, which a majority of our patients do in the area, uh, you didn't have medicines for a long time, you knew you had these issues, you just weren't getting taken care of, you can come in or go online. Uh, or um, call the call center and make an appointment. And uh, for $40, which you'll know right when you check out, you're going to be able to see a doctor and get those uh, issues addressed. Now, there is labs or something that a uh, physician or a nurse practitioner might order. Those are additional costs, but they are also very price, trans price transparent and very affordable. Um, but essentially, you're getting care for $40 a visit. Now, if you wanted to come for a physical, that would be $30. Um, so a little lower, but obviously be able to do physicals, which is unheard of for a price that's also unheard of. And patients are able to address um, um, their needs, uh, get uh, their screening um, test ordered, and uh, even referrals made out appropriately to where they need to go uh, should we see they need any. And so um, well visits both Medicare uh, as well as um, you know non-Medicare patients. Um, the only well visits that we don't perform are uh, children 18 or newborns all the way to six years. Uh, not to say that's ruled out right now completely, but it's just right now we're taking six years and up. Okay, so a mom's coming in. She's got three comorbidities with uh, chronic 
she's chronic and she's on all kinds of medications for hypertension, pre-diabetes. And she brought her kid in and he's getting physical. So it's time to check out now. She's got a $40 bill plus a $40 bill plus, you know, a few other uh, t blood tests she's run, A1C perhaps. And now she's walking out with $125 bill. Does she bill her insurance and pay cash? Does she, she'll get reimbursed by Blue Cross or her insurance company? So we are uh, taking insurance, most major insurance companies, when they get to checkout, there will be a self-pay rate that patients can have a choice whether they want to pay a self-pay rate, which is the generated rates that are price transparent that we offer them, or there's an insurance rate that's calculated as well at checkout, and they can make a choice based on what they feel is a better financial decision. Uh, most people, even including, you know, including uh, patients with insurance, are adding up paying cash pay prices because... They have high deductible plans that haven't been met and co-pays that seem to exceed what their cash price would be anyway. And the choice is pretty sufficient and pretty easy. I mean, uh, you make what's more affordable and uh, most people are doing the cash option there. I'm going to guess, I don't know the Dallas, Georgia neighborhood, but it looked like pretty nice homes. But I, I'm going to guess that maybe 20% are electing to go with the high deductible uh, plan instead of their own I, I would payment. say it's probably higher than that. I okay. would definitely so, say it's probably higher than that. So maybe 30%. Um, and, and if it's national statistics, you don't have the treehouse of care available to 70 to 80% of all workers. They simply don't have the cash, the savings to afford the high deductible plans. That's so right. paying cash is the only way that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, what has opened my eyes is how bad and how um, uninsured our population is, even in this small community. Uh, we have a majority of patients who, even though they have good jobs, all um, whether they're self-employed, uh, whether they're entrepreneurs, whether they are working for sort of bigger companies. Um, they choose not to get the health insurance plans that those companies offer, or they just don't have healthcare options that are affordable to them. And now we've opened up a center where they can walk in that's readily and easily available to a place they already go. And they have uh, options and a health hub to get uh, um, affordable healthcare. And I mean, it is, changed my perspective on uh you know where these people's healthcare needs were then and where they are now i'm gonna guess well, i'm gonna guess and you're, you're seeing patients who haven't seen a doctor in sometimes years 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 ron five maybe ten years knowing that they walk around with chronic kidney disease heart failure uh hypertensive that's uncontrolled diabetics with a1c's of 14 i mean the list is uh endless and these patients know they have these conditions they just choose a financially don't have a, a choice on whether they get treated. And now they finally do. And the outcomes have been uh, just amazing. I can't wait till I'll publish them. Do you have any uh, patient assistance programs for people that can't afford their medications and are in dire need? So there are what well, we have a uh, program within Walmart Health with community health workers that are excellent. Uh, these community health workers are services that we provide our patients free of cost. And what they do is they they go out and uh, get resources for patients, whether it's medications, whether it's referrals, whether it's things like finding a support dog, uh, you name it, uh, uh, resource groups like Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, rehab centers for patients who have uh, drug abuse or substance abuse issues. Um, they are basically our helping hand. We have two hands. They are the extra two that we need in order to provide patients the, 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 the complete care that we want to as providers. And so um, those resources are available to patients. Uh, the providers usually make a decision after talking to the patient whether they need to utilize those resources or not. 
And before that visit is over, a health worker will establish a communication with them and get them on the road to getting them those resources they need. And so it's a phenomenal uh, tool for us. It's a phenomenal tool for the patient. And it's been working uh, tremendously for our, uh, for our facility. I learned from um, one of our future guests, Zeb Newworth. Dr. Newworth is with Atrium, which is used to be the North Carolina system of healthcare. They, they, he wrote a book um, called Reframing Healthcare that addresses the patient no longer as a patient, but as a customer. And the beautiful thing that I see just from 10,000 feet when I walked through that clinic with you and on was that you have a customer experience there that's not like a patient experience. You, you let, you're putting them at large and in charge. You're giving them a lovely space. You're giving them the freedom to not have to feel pressured for time. You, you don't really um, charge them out the kazoo or you're not going to surprise them. So it's a, what I call a customer experience, not a patient experience. I think that's the, the main difference I saw there. Does that sound right to you? That's, that's absolutely correct. I think what we try to do, Sean Slavinsky, who is the CEO of Health and Wellness at Walmart Health, uh, at Walmart, I should say, is, um, had an idea and, and had a vision that he wanted to provide a patient uh, white glove service. And so when you come in, you're not going to see a check-in counter uh, with a uh, secretary behind a glass window. You're going to see care hosts that approach you right when you walk in the door, uh, ask for your name, ask why they're here, welcome you with uh, open arms, and uh, try to uh, get, put you on the schedule, or at least if you're on the schedule, get you to where you need to be as soon as possible. Um, through the glass doors into the facility that you described so well, uh, whether it's a medical, dental, optical, hearing side of things, um, or even immunizations. And so we, um, and, and what I try to do, as well as the other members in my team, and you could say all the providers in that facility, we try to give the patient what they don't expect, which is quality uh, healthcare that uh, might even exceed what they've gotten at their last provider or last PCP, or last dentist. And we want them to come back. We want them to talk to other people about it. We want them to talk to other members of the community and show them and explain their stories about how good their care was here because that's what's ultimately um, going to help this model grow and maybe change healthcare, uh, you know, the current landscape of it at least, uh, in, in the community and hopefully at a larger level. Well, I, when I met your greeters in the front, um, they said they were so excited. Doug had just been there. Doug is the CEO of Walmart. And for the, you know, the board and the C-suite to pay attention to this new uh, flagship is really quite exciting because it's, it's showing you guys are putting your best foot forward and you're really doing this the right way. And I, I've been in hundreds of offices and I've never seen anything quite like this before. It's really a, a unique offering from what I've seen. Yeah. Well, obviously, Walmart has a lot of attention at trying to make uh, a dive in the healthcare industry. I think that there's a lot of articles out there, including something by Bloomberg very recently, that explains that uh, we're definitely trying to put a push on what healthcare currently is and change change the standard of where it currently exists. Um, Doug is obviously on board with it. Um, there's a second facility that uh, opened in Calhoun, Georgia. Um, uh, late in January, and that's already exceeding expectations. Um, a lot of it has to do with Walmart Health already existing in Dallas, but also because I think people are understanding that this model works, and it is uh, something that the communities need. Uh, and I think there is a uh, third center that they announced opening in summer in Loganville, Georgia. Uh, I might need to be corrected. That Yeah, I believe it is Loganville, Georgia. And uh, um, that is uh, currently... Um, recruiting for associates as well as physicians. And um, we're excited about the growth. 
we're excited about the change it's already provided. Are you treating your employees and your partners at the store as well? Yes, we do see employees. Employees do see um, the other of uh, any of the facilities at a discounted rate as part of Walmart's uh, benefit package, and uh, it is probably, you know, in my opinion, going to make a big dive in their benefits package and their benefit costs uh, for a Fortune One company ultimately as well. Yeah, well, that's a perfect segue to the next topic that I want to talk about. Maybe another show. Maybe we can just touch on it now because you're out. Of, we're out of time, but you have partner benefits that are um, really second to none in the country. What Walmart did that's amazing is the centers of excellence. So you're not only a physician, but you're also a patient and you're an employee. And can you describe um, what happens if you have uh, a situation where you're in a chronic care uh, scenario and you're a Walmart employee? What where are you directed and steered and navigated towards and what tools do you have to make sure you're getting the right care? So if you're a Walmart employee, um, a Walmart employee can um, apply for a center of excellence care uh, if they have a condition that uh, needs uh, sort of a specialized referral. Um, there was a patient of mine who had a diagnosis of uh, colon cancer uh, from a polyp that was resected during the colonoscopy. Um, they activated the center of excellence. They had to fill out an application. Um, the application was later uh, reviewed. And then uh, that patient was uh, later referred to the Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville, Florida, and uh, received his uh, colorectal surgery there, had follow-up there, uh, and the patient, uh, in his own words, uh, described it as purely remarkable. And all of that was provided under Walmart's benefit plan and uh, patient had outstanding results. And, uh, you know, that's just an example of how this center of excellence program works. But it's uh, a great benefit uh, for the Walmart employees. Um, just to be clear, I'm not a Walmart employee. I'm an actual MC medical LLC employee um, that works within the Walmart health facility. I see. Okay. So you're a contractor. That's right. I understand. Okay. Well, um, Anand, thank you for your time. This is a wonderful uh, dive into the virtual walkthrough of the Walmart Health opening clinic. And now Calhoun is a second option and then we're, we're going to see hopefully a lot more. Um, I guess Georgia will be sort of a centrifugal force for a while and then you'll start expanding beyond that. Yeah. Right now, the current model is focused in Georgia um, and we're just focusing on the growth within Georgia. But uh, like I said, Walmart's putting a lot of interest into this model and uh, you know, the hope is that it grows to a, a, a more uh, a national level, probably. You know, it's interesting because you're, so you, you build a box, a, rec, a rectangle, and y'all need 10,000 feet, but I guess you could do with less. Um, but if you had 10,000 square feet in every one of the thousands of Walmarts, um, that takes away retail space that you can't sell other goods. So there's going to be some interesting real estate decisions made if this is really uh, a successful model that expands. Yeah. Time will tell a lot of things. And so it's already shown us that healthcare is already uh, something that Walmart's diving into that was uh, not around five years ago. And uh, well, you know, the landscape keeps changing. So it's exciting to see what future uh, uh, we all have in this industry. I agree. I've got to ask you a closing question. I know you listen to the show, so you know what I'm about to ask you, which is if you could fly a banner over America with a message for the healthcare consumer, what would that be? Uh, you now have hope. Okay. That's perfect. I, you know, I joke that like one out of a thousand people actually get that down to a banner. You, you win a booby prize of some kind. Today, so congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah. 
Anand, thank you for your time. We'll do this again. And um, I'll look forward to that uh, next visit I make to my, see my grandson and say hello to you again. You're welcome anytime you want, Ron. Thanks a lot, bud. So welcome to Just a Hospital Minute. We are adding these segments for one minute at the end of every show to tell you some of the games that hospitals play. There are third parties that are hired by hospitals as contractors. And what they are allowed to do is bill out of network. So often they're anesthesiologists, ER doctors, or radiologists, and they might bill at five to 10 times what in-network might bill at but they'll never tell you that they're out of network. The hospital won't tell you, the doctors won't tell you. And frankly, you're not gonna meet the radiologist, so you'd never know. So this is just another hospital minute. Thanks again to our sponsor, the MediSearch Institute. I wanna read you a note a CEO friend of mine sent me who used them for a rare childhood disease her daughter had. Dr. Talbot's research was thorough. He provided clear paths of treatment and he gave me access to the best physicians. I'm so grateful for his work. That's the MediSearch Institute. Thank you for listening. You want to shake things up? There's two things you can do for us. One, go to primarycarecures.com for show notes and links to our guests. And number two, help us spotlight what's working in primary care by listening on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and subscribing and leave us a review. It helps our megaphone more than you know. Until next episode.